Hi there, I'm Chris Stevens, and this is the Psychology to Live By podcast. In the Have a Holiday on Your Holiday podcast series, we examined how you could plan to enjoy your holiday break and derive the benefits you desire and that you need. We also made suggestions for implementing that plan, and in the third podcast, we took a deeper dive and how we go about actually enjoying and deriving satisfaction from the experiences we've made space for in that plan. So in this final podcast, we want to take these lessons and apply them to New Year resolutions so we can enjoy the rest of the year as well. Such resolutions have a terrible reputation. In fact, you may reasonably ask, are they even worth discussing? It appears that somewhere between 80 to 90% of them fail. So why not just skip them? Well, maybe not so fast. There are straightforward reasons they fail and, as it turns out, simple solutions, which, while they may not be easy, if you put them in place will actually work. And for this, I'm grateful to James Clear not only for his book Atomic Habits, but for an insightful essay called Five Common Mistakes That Cause New Habits to Fail. So for most people, New Year resolutions are merely wishful thinking. Crafting a dozen lofty resolutions gives us a sugar hit. They give us an immediate boost as we imagine our life transformed and thereby we feel we've already achieved something. Now, it's not that we're insincere or shallow. It's just that we believe that inspiring goal setting will, in itself, increase our willpower and motivation to succeed. Why do we believe this? Well, for some time now, we've all been exposed to various forms of new age mysticism of the you'll see it when you believe it variety, or worse, the idea that if I intensely think something, it will somehow manifest in reality. Or in workplaces, you may have been accosted by consultant-inspired BHAGs, that's big, hairy, audacious goals, that research has shown not only don't work, but actually demotivate productive and practical people. It follows that we'll be designing a process of more realistic and practical behavioural change. So to start, let's look at the wise suggestions from James Clear on how to design New Year resolutions. And he suggests we should design them according to five principles. Principle one, pick one thing and do it well. Don't try to change everything at once, or even three things. Do one thing well, even better. Choose one that is a keystone habit, a behaviour or routine that naturally pulls other aspects of your life into line. Good examples are exercise, meditation, or having regular playtime with the kids. For example, my morning swim loosens up my poor ageing body. It clears my mind and it helps me sleep better at night. I typically work more efficiently on those days as well. It's just one thing, but as my very good wife, 
persistently reminds me, less is more. Principle two, make it so easy you can't say no to it. Even with the one new habit, make it small, so it doesn't require huge motivation to achieve it. When it does become easy, you can ramp up the challenge. So, if you need to maintain muscle, for example, don't start with 50 push-ups, start with five. And maybe stack the push-up habit on top of another habit, like some evening stretches. Or don't try to meditate for an hour, start with five minutes. And here's an additional thought. Sometimes it's actually easier to do something small every day rather than something big two days a week. See, then it doesn't require choice or willpower. It becomes a habit. Principle three, focus on the behaviour, not the outcome. We saw this in an earlier podcast with the notion of deep practice. Results follow practice. First, make it a ritual so the behaviour just repeats every day. Here's an example. If you have become a bit inconsistent or slapdash with your teeth brushing, treat it as a meditative practice. Really attend to the fine details of the behaviour. The brushing, the sensations, the time spent on each tooth, the taste and so on. Improve each small behaviour. As James Clear puts it, new goals don't deliver new results. New lifestyles do. Principle four, build an environment that promotes good habits. Now, we mistakenly think New Year resolutions will be achieved using willpower. That's deeply flawed thinking. Our willpower is so easily distracted and exhausted. So if you want to lose weight, remove all the problematic foods from your house. Replace them with delicious, healthy foods. If you want to read more books, set up a reading nook in your house that's really enticing. A nice chair, a coffee table, a good lamp, and a few books you really want to read waiting for you. You get the idea. And principle five, get 1% better each day. It's a process, not a destination. This is the theory of marginal gains. We thrive on the feedback of noticing continuous small improvements and they grow like compound interest. This means you're always engineering tiny improvements. Whether it's small improvements in nutrition, getting to bed five minutes earlier, meditating for a few minutes more, concentrating on tasks for a few minutes longer, the very act of identifying and attending to tiny improvements makes the task far more interesting and motivating. And one last thing, don't wait for the new year. As I've suggested in this series, decide on the purpose for your holiday and design it, which for most of you means do a lot less. You can also start with one holiday enhancing habit. Make it small, make it easy. Set up an environment to support it and look to improve on it a little bit each day. In your holiday, 
apply these five principles to help you enjoy each day a little more and then apply the principles to a new year resolution. And I truly hope that by doing this, you really do have a wonderful year next year. You've been listening to the Psychology to Live By podcast. If you'd like to know more, my website is drchris.life. And if you like the podcast, share it with people you like so they can like it too.